Shaky Town Radio Hour is in Claremont. This is Brody Foster Hubbard. Here's my special guest host. I'm Bianca Berrigan from, uh, from Highland Park. <laughs> One of my favorite persons in the world. Um, that's what I promised. Favorite person, out of town. One of my favorite things, zines. These are all the things I promised the people. I promised the people candy and failed to deliver. I'm I'm probably just going to lie to everyone who asks about it and say that the candy was stolen by crows. We could sing Candy, the duet by Iggy Pop and um, Kate Pearson from the B-52s. That would be awesome. We should probably just play that YouTube video at people who ask for candy. That works. Uh, we're at Claremont Zine Fest at Pitzer College. We're going to set up outside the Grove House. This is your alma mater? Yes, this is my alma mater, although it has changed significantly since I was here. They've built these beautiful new LEED certified dorms. Uh, I attended the dedication ceremony several years ago at which Robert Redford spoke and at which there was a lively conga band. Oh, wait, we're going the wrong way. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so what's Grove House? Uh, the Grove House is a craftsman home on the campus of Pitzer College. Uh, when I was here... It housed a, like, sandwich shop at which I worked, and upstairs was the Grove House caretaker room, and that was, like, the luckiest person in the world, because they got to live in the Grove House, so I was jealous of that person. (laughs) So we'll have stories from Bianca today, I hope, about her misadventures at Pitzer (laughs) College. We'll talk to some zine folks, I think. I, I think we're going to have some friends here that will hit up to chat with us uh, on the mic. And we'll talk a little bit about what we see when we're walking around Claremont Zine Fest. We're tabling together. Uh, Bianca has her own zines, some L.A. Zine Fest stuff. I have Fair Dig. And expecting to see Allison Krimwitty. Uh, expecting to see uh, Angela and Amber from Zineworks. You've heard Angela on the show before. You've heard Amber discussed. I think you'll finally get to hear her on the show. And who else do we know who's going to be here? Oh, um, Meredith from LA Zine Fest is going to stop by. She she can't resist a zine <laughs> if it's within, you know, an hour drive from her. Right. Which and, this is. <laughs> which this is, Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know who else will be here. I'm excited to find out. We'll find out when you do. No, you'll find out when we do. (laughs) Who will find out first? I guess we'll know first and then they'll hear this because it'll have happened. This will be a document um, of, of whatever happened and whatever is to happen. Live from Claremont Scene Fest. Number two. That's where we're at. Table two. Table two. Bianca. 
has all these great LA Zine Fest shirts and her zines, and I have some stuff. Where uh, well, so let's see. We're, we're, there's these tables. You knew that. You, you knew that was going to be part of it. Uh, the tables are all lined up. There's chairs. I don't know if I'm telling people anything they don't already know, or kind of guessed. What do you think, Bianca? I'm I'm really looking for a price list in here, and I feel <laughs> like I'm probably not going to find it. So this, okay. this I is, remember. I remember the prices. This is one thing that, uh, besides lateness, although t- today we're early, yeah. so we're we're ahead of the game there. But another thing that happens at Zine Fests and Zine people is they forget all the stuff they were supposed to bring. But they remember it right as they're entering the place where they're like gonna start setting up. Yeah. So you remember, like, oh, I didn't bring tape or tablecloth or the flags that I was going to use to decorate this table. I've been really, really good about forgetting stuff this last few months. So. I was going to bring, oh, I kind of brought something to, to do like a little price list or description of the zine. So I'll put that up. But yeah, I, I, I think we're okay. I think we'll be okay. I'm really nervous. Um <laughs> Uh, Bianca helps 110% as far as that goes, so I'm way less nervous than I would be, but still a little bit. Um, but the people are nice so far. It's beautiful. We'll post some pictures on the the website so you can see what we are seeing. Lots of foliage, some succulents. There's actually a, a Pitzer fight song. Um, uh, Rolling hills, beautiful foliage, uh, um, century plants, succulents. I'll remember the rest of it when I finish folding. I can't do two things at once. That's definitely that's definitely a fight song. Yes. Uh, we're gonna set up and tell you more. I'm walking into. The Grove House. Checking out, per Bianca's suggestion. I think we might have already mentioned the succulents and trees and beautiful things. Welcome to Grove House. Come inside to make yourself at home. Play some music. Check out the art exhibits upstairs. Relax. There's children playing the bongos. There's an information booth. There's chairs. There's a fireplace. There's tables. There's a sign reminding you to scrape your plate and compost your veggies and put napkin and cloth bin and be a responsible adult. There's games. There's yarn. Is this yarn? This is tie-dye. Bianca did find some yarn, though. She found some ribbon. There is an information booth. I might have mentioned that already. This is very nice. There are tables outside. There's people upstairs, but there's a gentleman sitting in front of the stairwell to uh, imply that I shouldn't go up that stairwell. Not just me personally. I mean anybody. I don't think he was singling me out or anything. Um, I am recording and live tweeting Claremont Zine Fest and an anxiety attack that I'm having. Um, I don't know. I'm having an anxiety attack. Um, luckily, uh, ironically, because I know not everybody works this way, 
being surrounded by people really helps me. Uh, so this is, it's really good that there's people here. Um, Bianca being next to me at the table today is going to be a big help. Uh, and yeah, shop called quest is set up. Let's talk. Let's check in. We're going to check in right now with Todd and Allison. If, if <laughs> you guys are ready to check in at the check-in desk, uh, this is the shaky town radio hour. We cover a lot of things that's going on in Los Angeles. Um, a lot of zine related things as well. So Todd, I hear that you teach here. Yes, I'm a professor in Asian American Studies here. And uh, I was told uh, that you had a zine workshop this year, and that's kind of started planting the seeds for what we're doing here today. This is a full class, actually. It's called Asian American and Queer Zines. And um, part of the class project is that they have to do a lot of different types of community um, events. Um, the students have gone out to the work with different um, community-based um, organizations in Los Angeles to do zine workshops, and the culminating activity of the class is putting on the zine uh, fest here on campus. Very cool. And Allison, tell us about your role. Uh, well, I am a first year here at Pitzer. I am a media studies major with a music minor. I love taking this class. It's a great way to fill my social responsibility requirement, and I've met a lot of nice people. Um, I'm on the logistics subcommittee. There are a few subcommittees that we divvied out at the beginning of the semester. So basically, I, along with two of my other colleagues, uh, kind of facilitated the meetings and then kind of oversee everything today. And then I'm also in charge of check-in. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, what kind of workshops are going on today? Uh, besides, we have, all, of course, the zine people tabling, mm-hmm. peddling their wares. Um, but what else is going on? Um, inside the Grove House, we're having two workshops. Um, from two to three is just kind of a general what is a zine. Um, I think you you, um, you guys will be making pages, right? Lucia? Uh, Lucia, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lucia's on the um, activity subcommittee, so I'll just kind of be conf- confirming with her. So we'll have... Uh, two workshops, one from two to three, which is a general zine workshop, and then another one from four to five, um, which is specifically on body image zines. Love yourself who you are. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, Todd, what is, what are some of your favorite zines right now? Uh, well, one of the favorite zines is actually we invited them to class as uh, L.A. Queer Resistance because they really have a, a different way of thinking about queerness and queer politics that kind of um, challenges mainstream gay and lesbian politics going on right now. Very cool. Lucia, what are you reading? Uh, I've just been reading mostly the stuff we've been reading in class. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The most recent one, I think, was Giant Robot, which I thought was super cool. Um, And I really enjoyed it a lot. Allison? Um, I actually was going to comment on Giant Robot as well. Um, They... uh, Giant Robot came in and did a presentation for us, and I just liked how they uh, originally started as a zine for uh, the Asian American subculture, but then it became something that became so accessible to the point where, like, even though like I am not particularly as Asian American as I would like, I um, I could still find it very accessible, and I still highly enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's a really cool thing about zines is that they let us see into worlds and counterculture and subcultures that we, you know, might not have known about before, might not be a part of. Um, That's what I think about it, but we talk about what I think on the show all the time, so. Uh, Anything else you all want to say about Claremont Zine Fest? Um, It's been a lot of hard work putting it together, but I think it will be a lot of fun, and I'm really excited that it's kind of come to fruition in in such such a successful fashion. I agree. 
I, we haven't even really started yet, and I'm already having fun. So thank you very much, Lucia, Allison, and Tom. Thank you. So as I was saying before, I wandered into an interview at the check-in table. Um, I already feel better just talking to people. Uh, came back to uh, mine and Bianca's table. Enjoyed an orange. Uh, actually, they're called cuties. They're the, the tiny oranges. The, I think they might be called clementines. Um, there's a lot of different nomenclature for this particular kind of fruit, but I think you know what kind I'm talking about. So Todd just brought over the midterms. He was telling you about these? Yeah, he said that um, all the students had to make a project, and then there was one also that was a collaboration. I have it. I stole one here. It's um, It says Asian American Studies, 75, Asian American and Queer Zines Presents, Zine Workshop with Girl Zines, a go-go. Met every Tuesday from 6 to 9. And it's, um, yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Just lots of... Uh, Lots of cut and paste, lots of anger. It's awesome. <laughs> you would like to donate Yeah, yeah. We are donating some zine donations for the Queer Resource Center. She would totally donate. <laughs> she would. She would. She's good. Have a heart adrift a zine by Kate Shaviano. Um, and it's uh, wow. There's some drawings, some some written, handwritten pages. Um, talking about tea, talking about LGBT, and talking about, uh, and then some Q&A. A lot of letters there. I, I appreciate that. And then we have, tell us about this one. Um, this appears to have some Chinese on the front. And, oh, this is, it's called the Yellow Pages. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's got uh, Asian rants, how to be an Asian, if you want to be an Asian. This is written by a uh, girl named Annie Chung, and she's a sophomore at Harvey Mudd, and she is Asian American, and she's telling us how to be Asian. You could learn some Chinese flirting phrases like, go on a date with me, or can't it be cheaper? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some necessary music. From uh, from Korea. You Girl spent time in Korea. Yeah, I spent a lot of time. I spent a year in Korea, and I got to tell you that Psy was not popular with my uh, high school-aged female students because he is not handsome. Uh, but Girls' Generation was very, very popular. Um, I loved Korea. It was awesome. Yeah. This chick shared some embarrassing cultural moments. Let's see. One time, my uncle asked me to go to Best Buy with him and pick out a nice iHome for my cousin, his daughter. He's 62, and he doesn't know English that well, so he only listens to Chinese music. In order to test the iHome, he brought his iPod. He asked me to put the iPod in the iHome and test the bass with his music. In Chinese culture, you listen to your elders no matter what, so I did it. He blasts Chinese music so loud that the entire Best Buy store could hear. I could see employees looking at each other and laughing. Uh, I honestly enjoy Chinese music, but at that time, I'm not sure if I should be proud of my culture or be embarrassed. Be be proud. That's what you should be. You should be really proud of that. Definitely. Oh, wow. We have, help, help, I'm being repressed. Bigotry in contemporary fandom. Oh. The cover is that, um, uh, from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where that 
guy yells, help, help, I'm being repressed, after the king uh, picks him up and tries to move him around. And, uh, yeah, it talks about Lucy Liu being cast as Watson, talks about, um, you just, this is a big topic that I'm, I'm actually... More about Watson, Lucy Liu. Yeah, just yeah. folks, I know, like, uh, Whoa, there was a popular anime, the name escapes me at the moment, but they, when they decided to cast for the movie, like, they cast all white actors instead of, oh. you know, Asian actors, Asian American actors, they just recast the characters as white. Say Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah, 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 The Last Airbender. Yeah. So oh, that's the thing I that happened. I see that movie. I'm not a Shyamalan fan. Ah. Oh. Shyamalan a ding dong. There's, for some reason, I can't figure out why One Direction is in here. And I'm not going to read this. The, the first line was like, you're going to skip over this section because it's One Direction. And then I was like, yep, yep, I am. There's another comic. It says a B&M, and there's like a walrus drawn on the front. Um, it's a small variety of things to enjoy and ponder. Oh. A vegan food pyramid. Oh, vegan recipes. Vegan cinnamon coffee cake. There is almond tofu with snap peas and soba noodles. My... The first zine I ever bought at a zine fest was a vegan cook zine from, like, people, they're in, they're based out of Texas, and they draw comics, and I was not interested in their comics at all, um, but their recipes were amazing, and I still use it, and I'm not even a vegan. <laughs> oh, wow. So these are just a handful. Um, we'll talk about some of them later. Do you want to talk about one more? Because you picked one that looked interesting. They're all good ones. But, like, one where I could say something. That's what I mean by good. (laughs) Is, like, can I talk about it? Because I'm a narcissist. Uh, This one is called Please Kill Me, Kill Your Ego. Uh, Oh, wow, this is awesome. I feel like this is some poetry. A sexual terrorist. Yeah. My old nickname in college. Uh, there's some great drawings of old ladies and some butt scans on a copy machine. And Angela Davis. Angela Davis is there. Um, there's a lot of tribal tattoos drawn on nude bodies and a penis. Picture of a penis is cut out on put on a woman. That's pretty cool. Wow. These are. I'm. I'm really impressed. Uh, Todd and I were talking about how just the, uh, the the word he used, tactile, the experience of putting these together, was so uh, enriching for the students. Uh, I, I certainly can relate from putting my own zine together, but I I didn't put as nearly the, the amount of craft I would say as I, a lot of zines that I see. That's what impressed me. I, when when uh, that that workshop back that Daryl and Rebecca did. Yeah. Uh, last February that was something I was always amazed about just the artistry that goes into these sorry I was really really paying attention to your like deep comment but I was distracted by this F is for feminism zine where it gives a every letter like F is for feminism this one is L is for Liz Lemon and the quote uh, that I read at the bottom was feminist feminism promised us two things fatter dolls and an end to traditional gender roles and I laughed at that a lot so the music is uh, starting to play the wind's starting to blow friends of ours are getting here Um, we're gonna greet them and then hopefully get them on mic
Anything else for this segment? I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I'm really, I'm reading the scene. I like it a lot. Who's okay, this Cool. Oh, it's, uh, it's F is for feminism. <laughs> and we'll do some more zine reviews in a bit. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. I'm Bianca Berrigan. If you've got a problem, I've got a solution. Listen to Shakytown Radio. Problem solved. Raymond Duran yes, sir. of a shop called Quest. Correct. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Uh, your store is located, one of your stores is located in Claremont. You have a couple. Claremont. We have two locations. One is in downtown Redlands, and the second one just opened up about two months ago, and that's in Claremont West next to the uh, Coffee Bean and the Lamelles Theater as well. What kind of stuff do you carry at your stores? We are primarily a comic book store. We do dabble in pop culture and art as well, so we sell zines. Anything to participate in the DIY community, we tend to, to try and stick in and, and, and be a part of. What uh, titles do you have uh, today? Today we are carrying Common Genius. Uh, we have uh, McHank. We also have other uh, Still Life Press. We try and carry some stuff from around the Inland Empire as well. We have a Inland Empire zine fest that we do as well. Um, so we want to try and accumulate new things, and that's why I figured coming to the Claremont Zine Fest would be right up our alley. Since we opened up a shop out here, I want to see who's around us and try and get them in our store as well. Now, uh, there is the LA Zine Fest. There's the Riverside Fest. There's you know a couple regional fests. Uh, why is it important to represent the Inland Empire specifically? For, for me, I grew up out there, so it's a vast vast, large area of untapped resources, in my opinion. I think a lot of people, usually what they'll try and do is they'll get out of the Inland Empire and move to a major city such as Los Angeles to to pursue things. Um, Some people don't necessarily have that opportunity. They stay at home, maybe to go to school at home before they move on to do other things. But just because they're not in Los Angeles doesn't mean they're not talented. So I want to try and tap all those resources and give them an outlet. It's something that growing up, we were never able to have a shop that's just like, hey, you do really good stuff. I want to showcase your work. Yeah. So being a manager um, at the shop, being able to, to say, I can bring in whoever I want. I really like your stuff. I'd like to showcase it is, is a golden opportunity. It's a win-win for everybody, I feel. Do you have any details to share yet about the upcoming IE Zine Fest? We haven't set a date yet. We're probably going to be keeping with the same annual theme, so it'll probably be around October, November. That's usually the, the, the date that we'll set for. Trying to stay out of the rain um, and try and get closer to uh, Christmas in terms of getting people that want to buy DIY gifts for their, their friends and family and give them an opportunity to get a bunch of people together for that. Very cool. Well, I hope that as we uh, come closer, that more details are you know come to light, that you'll come back and, uh, and sit down for an extended chat with us. I definitely will. Thank Thank you. you so much. So we've migrated to a shady part of the Claremont Zine Fest. I don't mean, I don't mean sketchy. I mean shade is right. Yeah, we're in the shade. It's nice. Yeah. Do you want, do you want to talk a little bit? Just, just say hi. Hi. 
I'm Meredith. I'm not nine years old. I sound like I'm nine years old, but I'm actually 25. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, Meredith is one of the organizers from LA Zine Fest. She has many zines of her own, such as False Start. Oh, actually, that was the name of my old zine. Or, distro. Sorry, that was the dis- Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. My last zine was. I always kind of forget the title. <laughs> um, Life, Death, Love, and All of the Above. That was my latest scene. Yeah. Working on more shit now. Very cool. Thank you. Will you come talk to us when it's done and read all about it? Yeah, it might be like 10 years from now, but okay. I will. I will. Meredith um, had floated the idea of doing a collaborative zine based on um, a plant. Um, a smokable plant and I was wondering if she had any updates about the status of that smokable plant aficionado zine smokable plant well uh, my marijuana zine um still working on it I'm kind of got sidetracked because I would smoke every time I would work on it and then I would just get really into making my stoner playlist so still working on it there will be a stoner playlist perhaps a stoner activity book who knows we'll see very good. So that, look for that, and we'll talk to Meredith when that happens. Uh, it's very windy here. I don't know if we mentioned that earlier. All our stuff's been blowing away. We have, like, tons of rock sound on all our stuff as paperweights. Um, my notebook went flying, and all my unproofread writing went across, and I collected it all before anybody could read it, not proofread. Um, I don't even let Bianca read stuff, not proofread. Um, they're celebrating Sex Positive Day. I'm eating gum. I'm, I can't. Do you guys want penis They're having Sex Positive uh, Day here at the Claremont Zine Fest, and so they are giving away cookies, ice cream, and condoms. And the cookies are shaped like little penises, so I'm wondering what the ice cream looks like. Did you get eyes on the ice cream? I, it's probably not vegan. Mm. So. You only Do they have penis-shaped ice cream? You have to eat all these cookies. <laughs> You're going to have to. I guess I'll have to eat all these penis cookies. <laughs> she said with a twinkle in her eye and tee and then ran away. I think they have one of those, um, like, shapes that has a face cut out, and you can put your face in, and it, it has, like, a little scene on it. And there's one, and it's a condom, so you can take your picture as a giant yellow condom. Are you going to do that? Probably not. I don't think I am either. I don't allow myself to be photographed. <laughs> you totally... Our photograph with the cat that I, uh, is mine, uh-huh. and I saw the cat and you on LAZineFest. Yeah, that so I did not. I did not. Uh, I did not okay that. I allowed <laughs> it to continue, but I did not. That was not my work. And um, that cat was distracting me from punching a paparazzo who took that picture <laughs> right in the face. Right in the face. <laughs> Um, Having walked around the zine fest, what are you seeing today? Well, I've only seen about half of it, which is shameful because it, it is a small zine fest, but that means that I should have seen more. I'm a bum for not having seen more. But it's, you know, it's early in the day. We're about halfway through. Um, Rusty from Revival House Press has a lot of really awesome stuff. Uh, he said Revival House in Brooklyn just sent him tons of their stuff to table at this fest with. So he has um, books by Malachi Ward out there. He has his own comics. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to maybe make some purchases today. Uh, Zineworks is here. I don't know. Have you talked to them already? Not yet. We're going to talk to them about talking to us. Angela and Amber are here from, from uh, Riverside DIY Print Fest. They have an amazing uh, poster advertisement for the print fest which is on may 18th 
Um, who, what other friends are here? Drawing club is here. Uh, just a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good people. The crowd is slow and steady, and as you all know, that is how we win the race. So, exactly. I'm excited to check out the other half of the fest and um, maybe get a free penis-shaped ice cream. All right. Months and months of podcasting and planning have been building up to this moment. She flew in on a chariot carried by doves. It might have just been like a go-kart, I don't know. But it was quite appropriate, like for a pope or a head of state, and even more so in this case. Bianca, who, who am I talking about? Um, I didn't hear any of that, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I was talking about Amber Garza. Amber Garza! You're talking about Amber Garza! Oh, my entrance! My grand entrance! Yeah. That, to, that is to which you are referring. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, you know, my litter wasn't available, so, you know, I do what I can. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you come join us here? Pull up a chair, my love. I was I was so excited to try to talk to you on the mic at, at LA Zine Fest, and, yes. and then it didn't happen. It didn't. But, but it was madness. It yeah. was madness that day, so... Yeah. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? Good, good. We don't usually have conversations on microphone, but... We don't. This is no... There's usually not a phone in between us when we talk. Yes, but this is no less sincere of a conversation. It's just, it's, yes. It is with an audience in mind, but, you know. Right. Yeah. And they'll love it. They yeah. love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I love Amber. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything different just because we're on mic. Why would you? Yeah. That would be wrong. I gush over her anyway. <laughs> I don't need it. it it's this you're just hearing a little bit of everyday life when I gush about Amber Garza. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah. So tell me what you're doing. Well, we're um, tabling over at our little table for Zineworks, and we're promoting the Riverside DIY Fest, which is on May 18th yes. at the Blood Orange Info Shop. As you know, that is where we met, yes. Mr. Brody. Yes. Yes, and I and I uh, heard you read from the then forthcoming mm-hmm. Fair Dig. Yes. And it was awesome and Thank you. engaging. And funny. So I loved it. And I'm very happy to see it in print. And I hope you will enjoy what you hear when I do a reading that day. Are you going to read more from it? Uh, From this, from what Fair Dig number two will be, from this other thing. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. I read Fair Dig at the, um, while I was in my hotel room at the very posh, was it the Bonaventure? I always get the Bonaventure and the Biltmore. Yeah, we Miss mixed I think up. You were at Biltmore. I was at the Biltmore. Yeah. See? I got it mixed up. See? Told you. <laughs> but yes, and we, we had to fun at the uh, the thing at it was at Footsie's the night before. Yes, with that amazing, amazing Oh block. Uh block. B L O K. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. In all caps. Yes. Because that's how they roll. And they have Very some all caps. Did you see they have some deal with Disney now? Oh, shut up! Like, Are uh, you serious? Damien Blaze is like building a ride for Disneyland or something. Wow. Something that was crazy fast. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fame in Los Angeles. I know, that's how right? it happens. Just right? like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing that's happening. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I feel like his sister needs to be the ride. She's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Even watching her stretch before the show was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like yeah, that it was, was, that it was, was. That was some eventful stretching. Uh, we were, our gazes were transfixed <laughs> upon her. She was shiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like shiny things. They yeah. catch your eye. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Harasser played that show. Uh, Smelly Tongues played that show as well. And then LA Zine Fest was the next day. 
that went well for all of us. She had the speed dating. Uh, yes, the the Zine workshop. Pal thing. Yes, I just actually I just brought over a couple of copies for Bianca um, of the little Zine that we made yeah. because. Yeah, we, we made we made our the zine um, to in conjunction with the workshop, right? And we were just talking about Bianca oh, yeah. and I were just talking about how incredibly um, successful it was because we thought people might be a little too cool for school to actually do the musical chairs thing that we yeah. were doing and talk to each other, and that was so not the case. Yeah, they by were, all accounts, it was very packed. Yes, it was and and um, it's successful. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, you're here today. You're, you're promoting Riverside and ZineWorks. And um, and the Riverside DIY Print Fest. Yeah, yeah Riverside DIY Print Fest. Yes. And uh, we'll be back together again, hopefully before so then. But Oh, shoot. So, but, yes, yes, so true. But, but, but May 18th, that's, <laughs> of course. And, and tell me what's going on with your first line. I just read a very poetic, wonderful thing that you wrote. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that? You gave it to me a couple months ago. Oh, um... Let's see. Well, I just actually, you know, I just started a new zine. Although, you know, I, I'm trying to get them finished because I have this really bad habit of starting and not completing them. Yeah. But I, I got very inspired because a friend of mine um, wanted me to, to teach him about house music um, because I'm a househead. I love house music. And I... And I was listening to some of my favorite house music, and I realized, you know, he might need some background. I feel like there's a lot of history in house music that I haven't really seen in print before. And I'm sure there's something out there. I'm sure I just haven't read it yet. But um, I wanted to add my own take to it, which is basically sort of like a house music education. Yeah. So, like, you know, situating it in in music history. I know some people are going to be like, what, house music? But um, it actually, you know, it, it comes, there's a tradition that it comes from. And um, it's the tradition of, that's a very old-looking plane, isn't it? <laughs> It looks like it's from World War II. I, I thought that was like the kind of rat pack kind of plane here to pick you up. <laughs> yes. Um, no, that's a Learjet, honey. <laughs> Don't you know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I'm starting a house music zine. Very cool. And you're still uh, writing, well, I guess Walking Dead's over. Walking Dead is over for now, yes. So Amber what writes on Walking Dead. <laughs> she, sure. All the parts where those zombies are like, uh, that was Amber. I have nothing to add at this moment, but I do think about Walking Dead all the time. I'm, it's constantly yeah, in my thoughts. Writing for uh, the, the way the website's called Geeks, Geeks Out. Geeks Out, out. Yeah. yes. Geeks Out, which is a, a site that's dedicated to raising the visibility of queer geeks. And my particular, um, I, I actually also wrote um, recently a couple articles about the, there's a whole, um, there was a big controversy with Apple and its iTunes store and its iOS and, um, and uh, some of the digital comics that came out. And one in particular is a, it's a comic called Saga by Brian K. Vaughn. Um, and um, people might know him from Why the Last Man. That's right. Yeah. Yes, and um, he um, he also uh, wrote uh, Pride of Baghdad, which was right. not a series, but um, was an awesome um, graphic novel. Um, but anyways, so he, it's interesting because the um, the distributors of the digital comics, Comicsology, is the name of the company. Um, the they decided. Apparently on their own. Now, this is all very controversial, yeah. and he said, she said, and we're not sure what exactly happened behind these corporate... It's all about the he said, she said <laughs> or he bullshit. Said, he said. That's what Fred Durst says. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to quote Fred Durst, do we? No. <laughs> the great philosopher of our time. But, um, 
anyway, so there's a big, there was a big controversy going on, and I was able to put in my two cents, especially with some legal background. And also, you know, I used to work for uh, a law firm, and therefore corporate overlords. And so, you know, I've peeked behind the curtain and seen what dirty deeds happened back there. So I sort of wrote on it with sort of that perspective. Very cool. Yeah. So look for that on geeksout.com. Geeksout.org. I say geeksout.org. <laughs> yes. Yes. G-E-E-K-S-O-U-T.org. Very cool. So there's more than one geek. Very cool. <laughs> well, Amber, I hope we can talk to you more before uh, Riverside Z- DIY Print Fest or at Riverside DIY Print Fest. And thank you for coming, Absolutely. gracing us with your presence. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Went to get Bianca water and myself water. There was water for her, not for me. Water dispenser, no, I had strawberry lemonade. And as I was telling Bianca, there's no saying for that when life gives you lemonade. But the prevailing advice seems to be just enjoy the lemonade. (laughs) Um, And then we're also commenting on, we're looking at some of the midterms here, one with the Girl Zines A Go-Go workshop. Mm I was just saying that it was very visual. It was very nice to see, you know. Very political. Yeah, like words like heteropatriarchy and there was another one. Oh, there was like a, an article in the back entitled Why Ralph Waldo Emerson Ought to be Dug Out of the American Canon Like the Parasite He Was. Like I just like hearing people who are angry about stuff yeah. and who like want me to pay attention to it. Like, there's a whole page where there's, like, art, and then in between the negative space, or in the negative space, someone has written, like, fuck antidepressants, fuck people who pity you, fuck uh, social anxiety, you know, just, I I like to see that anger. And you were also talking about how uh, there, that you'd like to see more, you would like to see more political zines, not just in the context of, like, one, this great class that has resulted in this, but, like, in just Los Angeles and in the community there, you'd like to see more highly charged politics. I mean, I'm, I'm, I also kind of meant that I'm sure they're there, like, obviously they're there, but I would like to see them in one place, you know, and this is kind of like that, and I, I think, I was very surprised that this would be here and be like that, Yeah. you know, and it's a good surprise. Yeah. Very cool. What else do we have here? Oh, I was going to bring this up. It's called All Sewn Up and has a big picture of an anchor on it. And it says, Tattoos, Bikes, and Leather, what they all have in common. And uh, yeah, it's just got a bunch of really cool images. The format is very non traditional. It's uh, one, uh, it's eight and a half by 11 pages, stapled in the upper left hand corner. But the, the words are rad. It's about, you know, tattoos and, and sex. And, and Rob Halford. And Rob Halford. you got to have Rob Halford. And, um, yeah, there's just really great images in here. Yeah, that's, this one's by Jacob Moss, uh, a Pitzer... A Pitzer uh, uh, student. Student. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's windy out here. Um, I don't know. Do you want to have a look at these? Yeah, let me see. Get in there. Find the gold. I'm going to trade with you here really All quick. All right. Talked about that one. How I became a real person in just six steps. Uh, Ender's Game is one of the things. Recommended reading? Yeah, as is Top Gun. 
As is the O'Reilly factor for kids. Interesting. Uh, this is when he was a, or she, or they, were a decent God-fearing American. Um, oh, okay, they're recommending media for every year that they were, like, a, a development in their life, so. I think it's to kind of help us find out, like, where they were in, where their mindset was, so. I like how Top Gun is listed in, twice in those stages of development. Top Gun is really, uh, it's an outfit for all seasons, you know? Top Gun just goes through your life changes with you but then they get into some douglas adams and then they get into uh, some silent spring by rachel carson some uh bill and ted's excellent adventure which was filmed down my street sand the real san dimas is actually phoenix arizona this is a great zine yeah i really like the concept behind this it's like how very honest about like how this is how i was as a person and and i started out as like a conservative kid and became Somebody listening to Led Zeppelin and reading Nietzsche, apparently. Um, this is really neat. Recommended reading and store anecdotal uh, stories. It's really cool. I wish there was a name on Oh, here we go. Andy Wright. He was the one who wrote why uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson should be excised from the canon. There you go. Andy Wright is vocal and honest. Uh, I also want to look at this one called I Wrote This For You. Uh, it's, um, what's the size on this? This is like... Oh, man, I don't even... 11, four, uh, like 4 by 11 and a half or something. It's it's taller than it is wide, and it's stapled in the left-hand corner. It's kind of like the size of a menu, it's, it's like a, a takeout menu. Yeah, it's about beauty, and it's all of its forms. It's asking a question about what is beauty, uh, challenging Euro... Uh, Eurocentrism and challenging westernized hegemonic values, challenging, you know, beauty myths, things like that, repression of female desire, becoming body, you know, recommending becoming a body positive. Uh, I love seeing some Nabokov in there yeah. quoted. Yeah. I, I'm, I've been thinking some about, you know, gender and sex and, and things of these you know, just how this, the standards need to be challenged. Standards, why? It's all, it's all an illusion. It's all a social construct. Speaking of construct, this zine was constructed very nicely with yeah. ribbon. <laughs> it's uh, got a lot of sex on it. And we're not talking about sex as in biological sex. I'm talking about like... Like the physical word sex is yeah. all over this zine. There's kissing and hugging and loving and and all these things. Uh, they're in, I think we referred earlier to the, the sex-positive folks on campus. Uh, talking about marriage, talking about hypersexuality. Hypersexuality for the ubiquitously uninformed. What is hypersexuality disorder? It's a mini-zine oh, within the zine. Twofer! Twofer! That's what the happy ending on the front cover is. Nice. Is that the ending is happily you got another zine. So. It's so nice to be back here again. Like, <laughs> when I was in college, this place was the definition of a bubble. Because everyone here is, like, really aware of all of these things. And they, like, want to fix them and want to fix themselves. And they, like, want to compost. It's just... It's idyllic. 
then you like leave college and you get busy and you're like um i can't really compass anything right now because i have to go to work a lot <laughs> but then you come here and you're like maybe i can compost sometimes <laughs> bianca i want to ask you if you have any like the first story that comes to mind if i ask you about your misadventures at pitzer um first story of misadventures oh i um we talked earlier about the grove house and for three years of my college career i worked um at the grove house i made sandwiches and i was also uh the recipient of a huge honor which is the information and recipe and making of cookies the like cookies were a point of pride when I came here and like they would sell out super quickly we made vegan cookies and regular cookies and um when I learned how to make the dough there was one other girl her name was Erin she could make the dough too and she was like intimidatingly beautiful and super smart and funny and she was like a good student and one day I came in for my morning shift and Erin was already there and I was like god damn this chick is like on her shit I don't even know if she's working today and she was like really giggly and I went into the fridge to get the dough balls that had been refrigerated the night before to like bake up a fresh batch and there were four trays of jello shots in the fridge and I was like Erin do you have anything any any information about these jello shots that are in here and they were like they're they're restaurant sized trays so they were probably like I don't know 100 150 jello shots in there and she was like oh yeah we're just having a party for my roommate's birthday and i just i wanted to to give her something so i'm gonna make all these jello shots and um so i was complicit in distracting my boss so that erin could get jello shots out and into her apartment later that day <laughs> and um yeah that was just kind of it's the first thing i think of because i'm looking at the house <laughs> Um, if you haven't already heard it, by the time this is airing, I will have been on Family Dinner Radio with Simon and Rhea from LA Zine Fest. Uh, it may or may not be available as a podcast right now. Uh, if it's not, keep your eye and ear and fingertips because you need them for your keyboard. Um, unless you have a cool kind where you can speak it and it does it automatically. I'm sure that's a thing, right? That is. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, on poobah.com, P-O-O-B-A-H.com. Uh, you can hear me talk with them, which for which I'm sure will be a lively conversation. I've been promised it will be. All right, we're calling it a wrap. Everybody's packing up, putting the rocks that were our paperweights down, folding up the tablecloths, putting the zines back in the bag. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope you love it. I hope it changes your life. <laughs> that was the person who bought my zine. I stepped away to talk to Angela from Zineworks, and Bianca sold one of my zines for me. Thanks, Bianca. It sold itself. He was like, I'm going to put $3 here for this guy. And I was like, are you taking a zine? Oh, you are. Okay, yes. I thought he was just tipping you. <laughs>
Always remember to tip your Brody. Um, any final words about Claremont Zine Fest, Bianca? I enjoyed it. It was very chill. Every Zine Fest is different, as I said, in in uh, in feeling, in energy, in material available. And this was cool. I was so proud to see so many people like come out for this. Yeah. Yeah, like people who I haven't seen anywhere else. Yeah. This is my first time seeing a lot of stuff that was cool that I'd like to see again. Same here. We got to meet Revival House Press. We got to meet, uh, well, or see you know, our friends Allison and, uh, again, Angela and Amber from Zineworks. Um, met Raymond, Ray, you know, you know, Ray, from <laughs> Shop Called Quest in Claremont and Redlands. Um, and the good people at Pitzer and Grove House who gave us vegan burritos and cupcakes. We didn't talk about the cupcakes. Oh Green tea God. cupcake. Those were actually from Based Bakery, whose flyer I got. That was not from the Zine Fest. That was okay. from the bakery. She was like, I just made too many. <laughs> uh, so check them out. And check us out next time we're doing stuff. Uh, we'll have some guests on the podcast in the upcoming weeks. Um, I will be at Riverside Zine DIY Print Fest uh, doing a reading and selling and trading my zine. What do you have coming up, Bianca? Oh, I'm going to try to make another zine. This is this is the month. May, that's the month, right? May, May is the month of my new zine. I don't know anything about it yet, but I hope I'll find out soon. And we hope to have you on the show again whenever you want. I'd be happy to be there. Until the next Shaky Town Radio Hour, this is Shaky Town Radio Hour. <laughs>